That's what it sounded like last Thursday at the milestone birthday party for Canada's oldest person, Cecile Klein, 114 years old. She's not as old as 120 yet, but the traditional Jewish blessing sure applies in this case. They held the party in the garden outside Montreal's main Jewish nursing home, the one everyone calls Maimonides, but the real name is the Donald Berman Maimonides Geriatric Center. Maimonides was hit hard by COVID. At least 60 residents died. The Canadian Army was called in to help. But Mrs. Klein didn't get sick. She was actually one of the first people in Canada to get the Pfizer vaccine shot at Maimonides when it arrived in December of 2020. They're still pretty strict with safety rules, which is why her party was held outside and the rest was done inside on Zoom so her extended family could join in the simcha. And I mean extended. Here's her grandson, Arthur Nussbaum, doing the count. Grandchildren, there were eight, uh, seven of which are still alive. And 18 great-grandchildren and five great-great-grandchildren. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Tuesday, June 22nd, 2021. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. All right, so how does someone live to celebrate their 114th birthday and get in all the record books as Canada's oldest person? Well, if you're Cecile Klein, you stay active, you do things for yourself, you eat steaks because you still have all your own teeth, you even go on a cruise to Mexico when you're 103, plus it helps to have good genes. Her great-grandmother lived to 103. Mrs. Klein lived on her own in her own house in Montreal's Snowden area until she was 110. That was in 2017, and then she fell. She's lived in Maimonides ever since with the help of staff, a regular caregiver, and her attentive family. Her own family couldn't actually visit her inside during the pandemic, and only four people were allowed in her room for Thursday's in-person birthday party. Coming up, we'll hear from her right after the party. But first, here's what's making news in Canada right now. Canada's new ambassador to Israel, Lisa Stadelbauer, has presented her credentials to the outgoing Israeli president, Reuven Rivlin. She takes over from Deborah Lyons. Stadelbauer has deep expertise as ambassador in several African countries, but her first career overseas post was actually in Israel in 1992. Meanwhile, there are changes coming to Israel's diplomatic missions here in Canada. Edith Shamir is coming in August. She'll be consul for Toronto and Western Canada. She takes over from Galit Baram. Shamir's Twitter bio says she's going to become a new hockey fan. She previously worked on the Abraham Accords. That's when Israel signed agreements normalizing its relations with both the United Arab Emirates and Bahrain. Also, Canada is set to welcome Paul Hirschson as Consul General. He was the Israeli Foreign Ministry's spokesman during the recent conflict with Hamas. Hirschson tweeted that he's coming and we think he might be posted to Montreal, but it hasn't been confirmed yet. In other news, a new Indigenous Anishinaabe healthcare hospital held a groundbreaking ceremony on Monday in Toronto. The lead donors for the multi-million dollar project are prominent Canadian Jews. Two million came from Barry and Honey Sherman's daughter Alexandra and her family foundation. The Barry and Lori Green Family Trust also donated a large sum to get the site built. It's near Toronto's distillery district. Cecile Klein was the daughter of a men's haberdasher in Montreal. She was born in 1907. She had four siblings, she went to secretarial school, and worked for RCA Victor. When they were young, she went around delivering food to families who were suffering from a typhoid epidemic in Montreal in 1927. 
Later, she worked for her husband Edwin's drug company, and she raised three kids. She kept active with two synagogues, and she attended plays and lectures at the local library. Mrs. Klein doesn't speak during our interview, but she nods and gestures with her head. We've got a lovely video of it on our CJN YouTube channel. And so you'll hear her 85-year-old daughter Harriet Nussbaum and her grandson Arthur and his sister Dr. Elaine Nussbaum doing all the talking. How was your party today? How was the party? Yeah, she's nodding. All right. She's nodding. What was the best part of the party? Seeing seeing Harriet <laughs> and, uh, and me and Elaine. Yeah. Do you have a question, Ellen? I do. What did um what kind of cake was it? What kind of cake did you get? Only one. She likes chocolate. She likes chocolate. Yeah. And there's... we had ice cream for for the all the staff too. Have you had both of the vaccinations? You're at Maimonides, I assume. So how's how's that working out? Yes, she had both. Uh, they made sure she was one of the first who had the uh, first dose the of the Pfizer, and as soon as it was right to have the second, they had the second. They've been taking care of her, which is fine. But she read the Canadian Jews news as long as it was in print. She read it every week. So uh, here at Maimonides when she, uh, and before, of course, uh, a loyal subscriber. Now, Harriet, um, how many of the family uh, came for the party? Is there still restrictions on, you know, access because of COVID? Only three of us could come, and we had to take the mayor of Cote St. Luke, Mitchell Brownstein, as one of our members, because they're really, really very, very, very strict. So there was you and Arthur. Where You came in from where? I live in Dollard. So you came and, in. And, you and Elaine lives in Dollard, my daughter. I haven't been allowed in either. So this is the first time you're see seeing her since the COVID pandemic started. Oh, my God. That must March, be so emotional. Yeah. March 13th or whatever. Yep. We Zoom with her every Monday so that my sister in California and my brother in Florida can also see her and uh, and the family. And She also did, by the way, sing me happy birthday for my birthday. It's a she sang birthday. you happy birthday. Yes, May not in May. For, for my birthday on Zoom, she uh, they actually recorded her singing "Happy Birthday." I know the Queen gives a hundred, uh, like a letter or a certificate, and the Prime Minister when you turn a hundred, you don't get anything when you're one fourteen, or do you? You got it many times, but you have to apply for it. But at this point, nobody applied. I mean, there's there's how many how many of those do we need? <laughs> and who wants Justin's? Uh... <laughs> signature on it so what do you guys uh what message do you have uh, to your mom today what did you tell her and your grandmother well we sang happy birthday to her we were elaine and i were here on tuesday on her birthday because uh, it wasn't convenient for code saint luke to have the party tuesday and it was raining so today was much much better and uh, it was a very nice party out in the garden with uh residents really enjoying something special they decorated nicely with even tape saying happy birthday around the columns uh that were there uh the van stand 
and a nice group and uh, it worked out beautifully. It's always good to have something to celebrate. Obviously, your family has lots of nachas from this, so mazel tov from all of us and all of the Canadian Jewish News listeners. <laughs> thank you, and you just thanked her because I put it to her ear. So thank you, thank you. I guess I should tell you because of full disclosure that the way this story came about is all because of Jewish geography, and the Jewish world is so small. So I was scrolling through Facebook, and I saw something about Mrs. Klein turning 114 on June 15th, And I said, that's my mom's friend, Harriet Nussbaum, and that's her mother. So I called my mother in Montreal, and that's how it all got together. Harriet Nussbaum is also well-known. She's one of the women who produced the famous Second Helpings Please Jewish Cookbook, which is the one that Noreen Gillitz became famous with as a chef. came out back in the 60s. Every Jewish family has one in Canada, I think. We've got two of them. And also, I went to school with Harriet's son, Arthur Nussbaum. He was in my class in Talmud Torah. Are you still following this? Anyway, the last thing I found out today is that we're even more connected than that, because it turns out my grandfather's cousin, Ada, married Mrs. Klein's brother, High Efros, in 1936. So we're kind of distant cousins. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. I want to send a shout-out today to one of our regular subscribers. I know Vita Kolodny in Vancouver listens every day to the CJN Daily while on her walks during her lunch break. And we'll end this episode with a sneak peek at tomorrow's show, how Canada's Jewish gay community has been lobbying for an end to the blood ban. We, the Jewish community, have been subject to gaps in the law and gaps in health regulation that are discriminatory. In many ways, this is distinct and also not so distinct and not so different. Gay men, bisexual men, and transgender women are ostracized and discriminated against based based on a, a policy that is antiquated, outdated, and not rooted in science.